Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Dunkin' Dunkin' X podcast. Today, we're going to talk all things professional wrestling. Wrestling. This is episode number 70, where we're going to be going over the previous week in professional wrestling, and we are going to be starting our WrestleMania week. Now, before we get too deep into what we have to talk about, we got quite a few points to hit, but again, this is our weekly recap show. We're going to just be going over the news of what happened. You'll get our tangents a little bit later on in the week. I'm going to kind of announce what we're doing for this week of shows. You guys are going to be getting four shows. No, scratch that. Five shows. No, scratch that. Six, seven, eight shows in a row. Eight days of shows. Yes. Today, you are getting the weekly recap from the previous week in professional wrestling. Tomorrow, you will get our NXT Stand and Deliver predictions for both night one and night two. Wednesday, you will get our favorite WrestleMania moments shoot the shit show, which we still got to come up with a new, another name for. It's still the Donkinoy Connection, but it's something different. It's where we kind of just chat about everything. I don't know. I don't mind shoot the shit, personally. Yeah. And then Thursday, you will get our WrestleMania predictions. Friday, you will get our recap for... NXT stand that was. and deliver. Oh, yep. Saturday, you will get the recap for the week that was for Raw, SmackDown, which is WrestleMania SmackDown, AEW, Impact, and whatever else happened during the week. And then Sunday, Monday, you will get your night one and night two WrestleMania recaps. It's a busy week for us, but we are yes, ready it for it. It is the busiest right. week in professional wrestling, and we are ready for it. But without 100%. further ado, let us get into this week in professional wrestling. I want to start with Matt Riddle. Oh, God, he's a gem. He is a gem. He had a backstage promo with Asuka where he was trying to sell something to Asuka, trying to sell his scooter idea or whatever to yeah, Asuka. Yeah, because scooters are, like, huge in Japan. Yeah. And he figured, you know what? I think you could help me open up that market for the scooters. And then and he, I don't know if he forgot his line or if it was written this way, but he just stopped, said, I'm sorry, I forgot what I was saying, and then just scooted off. And Asuka's, and Asuka's was reaction was perfect because she was like, did that just okay. happen? Because normally I, I, it's it's people are having trouble understanding her, but in this case, she was having trouble understanding Riddle. Yes, yeah, it was it was awesome. It was awesome, and I mean it led to a it led to a good Oscar segment uh, right after that in the ring with the with uh, contract signing with Rhea Ripley, which you know it's very odd how they've once again taken a women's champion. Stuck her into and the muddled tag her in a tag team match, leading up to the defense of the women's title. Yeah, with they, the person she's defending against. They did the exact same thing with Bianca and Sasha. And Sasha, which yeah. being that match led to the actual feud because they were friends ahead of that. And then there's friendly kind of, competition. Yeah, friendly competition. They were friends, then they became competition when Bianca won it. And then it kind of fell. It's been falling and becoming more strand, uh, strained. But now it's like, okay, they're ready to beat the hell out of each other. Yes. I think 
Asuka and Rhea are already ready to beat the hell out of each other, but that's just because that's who they are. And this is just going to put it that one notch higher. I just think that tonight, Monday, they need to put a definitive on who's the heel and who's the face here. Mm -hmm. Because the way I look at the way it should play out is one of them should get in the ring, tag in the other person, and then just walk away. I think Rhea should be the one to walk away, in my opinion, because... And leave Asuka to be slaughtered? Because that's Rhea being an ultimate opportunist saying, oh, if she gets beat up and hurt, I have a chance of taking the belt off of her easier at Mania. Yeah. See, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flip script on that. I think Asuka should walk away, and then we should just see Rhea dominate those two women in the tag team. And I know that hurts the tag team and that hurts the tag team belt, but there's got to be a way that you can build Rhea up as this monster that we had last year around this time. Yeah. And all of that got taken away mm-hmm. at WrestleMania last year because everything was building to her just continuing to be this dominating force. Mm-hmm. She was the one who called out Charlotte Flair. She was the one who said, this is a belt. This is the match that you want to have. Mm-hmm. And then she lost. Yeah. And then she she just teetered down from there. Yep. And I'm not saying that she had a bad year because it's not fair. No, she had but one of the better go, feuds against Raquel. But when you go 2019 Rhea, Rhea versus, 2020, versus 2020, Rhea. 2020 Rhea, it was a drop off. Yeah. And I think the best way to build up that mystique is maybe have her destroy everybody. You know, again, it'll weaken the tag team belts, which sucks because. As we'll talk about, they are building to a women's tag team match with a, a, a this upcoming Friday night SmackDown fatal fatal four way women's eliminator tag team match. Whatever they're doing, um, I just I want to see Rhea be an absolute beast. I want Oscar to just walk away and be like, you know what? I'm washing my hands of this situation. I fought these women enough times. One of them knocked some teeth out of my mouth a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I'm really not in for this, and I'm not here to be your tag team partner. I'm here to be the person you're taking the belt off of. Mm-hmm. Moving on to taking belts off of. Um, in the main event segment, there has been an interjection of another character into this main event, uh, main event scene uh, between Drew McIntyre and Bob Lashley, and that being King Corbin. Yes. And it's, I don't know if it's traditionally King Corbin because we didn't really get a much of King Corbin on Raw. He did say they'll bow their knees to the King or whatever on Friday, mm-hmm. but he's not hes not in his, his like tank top and pants and wearing his crown and scepter. He was wearing a suit on Friday. Yeah, he was back so to almost the, like that constable Corbin. Yeah, thing. are they kind of like pulling him away from this King character a little bit? Maybe. I, I wouldn't mind seeing the change. I mean, to me, Baron Corbin's one of the best heels in oh, without a WWE. Doubt. Yeah. I, I just like him as a heel. I like I like his work. Mm-hmm. Um, And I think if you're going to be... Got to remember, these three guys were paired up as a unit a few years ago. Yeah. They were a collective group a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So... To see the three of them again working together, but in a different dynamic, I know they definitely, um, through all the great things they did with the Hurt Business, they really screwed the pooch coming into WrestleMania season. Yeah. There was um, a lot more they could have done. And, I mean, we can get into that if you want to. Um, 
But no, in we'll, my opinion, we'll, we'll hold our opinions on that until we see what kind of transpires with Bobby at Mania. Well, it's not even the Bobby at Mania thing, dude. It's the fact that you could have legitimately had a great fatal four way tag team match on Raw with the Hurt Business still having the titles. You could have had Bobby Lashley and the Hurt Business going into WrestleMania strong. Mm-hmm. And that's when you could have had the dissolution of the Hurt Business. Hey, Lashley retained his titles. Why didn't you two guys? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was almost like the way you could have built the the, the destruction of the Hurt Business. Mm-hmm. Now it almost feels like you know they've rushed it. Um, they're there, killing at, off at this Cedric point, Alexander. Yeah, at and, this uh, point, there's no Shelton real... Benjamin. I don't see real necessity for Bobby to retain the belt. No, exactly. I felt like there would have been a necessity had all three of them went in with and came out. belts. And then you could have built something towards the, you know, the destruction of the hurt business at the next pay per view. Yeah, you know I agree saying? with that. They go, they go in to try to win their belts back or whatever, mm-hmm. and you know, Bobby Lashley just has enough of it, and he goes in the ring and he just destroys, you know, mm-hmm. the, those two guys. Yeah. But now you got Corbin mixed in, which I don't mind. Again, I like Corbin. I like Corbin versus McIntyre. I think those are good. Those will always be good matches. Mm-hmm. Moving on to a couple notes from NXT. We have our competitors for the gauntlet match, which we will be talking about. I'll announce the gauntlet match members now, but I will talk about who we're going to, th- uh, who we think will win on tomorrow's episode. Yep. Um, L.A. Knight, formerly Eli Drake, Isaiah Swerve Scott, Leon Ruff, Bronson Reed, Cameron Grimes, and, Dexter, and Dexter Loomis. Yes. Um, great field. Um, very heel heavy. No, it's actually split. Yeah, it's split. split. Yeah, okay. I was hearing on a podcast that it was very heel heavy, but it is exact split uh, three. Um, Wait a minute. You could say it's four two. Yeah. Bronson Reed and Leon. um, No, Loomis' face. It's three three. Yeah, but Bronson Reed and face. Okay. Because you have Leon Ruff, Bronson Reed, Dexter Loomis, L.A. Knight, Swerfsot, Cameron Grimes. Okay, yeah. All right, yeah, it is split. You're right. Yeah. 50-50. So that's going to be a lot of fun. and <clears throat> That's going to be a great match leading into yeah. uh, the North American title match. And Night two. Any one of those six guys would be awesome in the ring mm-hmm. against Johnny Gargano. Because Johnny, um, Johnny, Johnny Takeover pulls a four-star match out of everybody. Oh, without a doubt. And some of these guys he could pull five easy. Yes. Um, closing out NXT this week, we had a brawl between Raquel Gonzalez and Io Shirai. Um, we'll talk about again moving an NXT. We're not going to really talk a ton about because we'll talk about it tomorrow night's episode on our takeover predictions. Um, because yep. a lot of what we'd be talking about here would kind of spoil our predictions. But yep. that's what closed the show. Io stood tall to to end the night. Yeah, huge cross body off the top rope. Yeah, took out everybody. Yep. Moving on to AEW. One of the biggest notes um, to talk about from this week is the return to the ring after a seven-year hiatus of Christian Cage. Return well, to really single. Call it a seven-year hiatus. He was just in the ring for the Royal Rumble. Return to singles competition. Okay. After right, a seven-year hiatus, um, and put on a great match with Frankie Kazarian. Um, well, it was a good match. It was, yeah, okay. It was a very good match. It was a good match. 
It was a good match. I wouldn't call it very good. I call it a good match. I give it a I give it a solid like B minus B. Okay. It, it, it looked a, he had ring rust. Well, yeah, that's what's going to happen. He, well, he's going to. Yeah, exactly. I just I I don't know. Every time that they have one of these big signings for AEW, it's like it's supposed to be the the greatest thing since sliced bread, and the whole Christian thing's kind of fallen a little flat to me to this point. Mm, valid. Yeah. So it was good to see him in the ring. He was in the ring, I think, with the right guy, Frankie Kazarian. Mm-hmm. Um, it was important for Cage to get the win. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just see what AEW's next step is with this plan. Mm-hmm. Because obviously we know what we're getting already with Omega and Swan yeah. coming up. And I know Christian was already in the ring with Omega holding up the belt. Like, do I really want to see Christian Cage in the title scene? No. I'd rather see Miro. Yeah, there's I, there's I, there's a few people that I'd rather see in that scene, one of which I don't know how they would necessarily put him in there, but I definitely want to see him in the title scene. Not necessarily I don't know against who, but I want to see Pentagon in that scene. Pentagon or Pac. Yeah. Like, I, those are the guys I want to see in this title scene. And nothing against Christian Cage. He's held many belts over you know, a Many long years. career in different promotions. And some of his best work was done when he was in Impact. I could honestly you know. see him returning to AEW, signing with AEW, but doing a lot of the work with TNA because he is well known in TNA Impact. Yeah, I, I, have, a, I have a feeling about that as well. I, I see him going to TNA. The real thing is going to be if... Kurt Angle makes a jump. Yeah. Because, again, Kurt Angle had a great WWF, WWE career. Mm-hmm. His best work was in TNA Impact. Impact. Mm-hmm. I, I really think his best work was in that in that promotion. And I could almost say the same thing for Christian Cage. There's, there's one other guy who I could almost agree as well, um, at least for singles work. Is uh, Bully Ray? Oh, Bully Ray's singles work was so much better when he was the, when he was the leader of the Aces and Eights. Yes, yes, because you gotta remember he was a Dudley boy, mm-hmm. and back in old school ECW, the Dudley boys weren't just Devon and uh, Bubba. There was also there was Spike. Spike. There was uh, three or four other members whose names just slip my mind right mm-hmm. now. They were just a, a, an entire group, and then when they came to the E during the whole ECW takeover and stuff like that, it was pretty much just Billy Ray and Devon and Bubba Ray at the time. <clears throat> Bubba Ray. And um, Spike would come in eventually. And there was that, uh, we're going to talk on Mania moments, but there was that um, triple threat match between Edge mm-hmm. and Christian, the Hardy Boys, and then the Dudley Boys, in which you got Lita out there and you got spike dudley out there and rhino made an appearance so i mean three guys who have had better careers in tna who i think i would love to continue to see maybe make an appearance back in tna are christian mm-hmm. kurt angle and bully ray mm-hmm. moving on to what closed aew was a massive return the white van i know and Trent and Sue, but yeah, the white van's back. 
Yes, it is. It went away. It got its safe flight auto glass done. It's got a new front windshield, and it's back better than ever. I mean, Trent's back as well, and the best friends are finally reunited, but like, that's not what matters, is it? No, it's not. It's, it's the, the van. van. And Sue. Yeah. It has to be the van. I mean, yeah. who cares about anything else? Yeah. Just bring me the van. No. So, Trent, Trent Beretta returned. Uh, not Trent Beretta. Is it Trent Beretta? Yeah, I know it's just Trent, but when yeah. he was in New Japan, it was Trent Beretta. Trent's yep. back. Uh, the uh, best friends are back together, um, and I think that's going to continue to build a feud um, between the best friends and Miro and uh, Sabian. Yes. Until yeah, they, until gonna... the, unless they get a third member involved that's not Penelope Ford. Not nothing against Penelope Ford, unless they have stuff between Juice and Penelope Ford. I don't see this being an even, even matchup. No, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be at all. And then um, another big thing that we're getting out of um, AEW is. I mean, we don't talk enough about what, um, oh my God, the new faction. Um, oh, the pinnacle. The pinnacle. We don't talk enough about them because they are having some great promo stuff that they've been doing lately, some vignettes and stuff mm-hmm. that have been incredible. Just absolutely incredible. Yeah, the I, pinnacle I, took I, I over see... um, the the inner circle's dressing room. Yeah, took over. And I, I want to see all the gold on these guys. Put yeah. the tag team belts back on FTR. Put, um, I mean, they have the FTW belt already. Yeah. Uh, give Wardlow the TNA title mm-hmm. and make uh, MJF world champion. Yeah. I can agree I, with that. It'd be fun to see all the belts there. They don't have the FTW title. That's on Brian Cage. Oh, that is on Brian Cage. I'm Sean sorry. Sean Spears is in that group. Yes, so give Wardlow right. the FTW, give Sean Spears yes. the TNA, yes. give FTR yes. the tags, and give yes, a, uh, right. give the AEW title to MJF. My bad. My bad. But yeah, yeah. Take, you're right. Wardlow being the powerhouse, have him take it off of Brian Cage. Yeah. Moving on to SmackDown. Sammy Zayn. We said this a thousand times. He is a godsend. Sami Zayn is probably one of the best things going on on SmackDown right now. No, not just SmackDown. All of professional wrestling. All of it. And so across every promotion. So I am not a massive Logan Paul fan. I hate Logan Paul personally. But I was... I can't stand the guy. I was fine with this... Segment? Segment because it's Sami Zayn. Yeah. Yeah, it was perfect. It was perfect Sam- because the first of all, his the dancing, trailer. No, yeah, the, well, the trailer, yes, but his dancing in the ring where he's doing that, like the like, little I, I, jig uh, that little, he does. Oh, it was awesome! And the suit, I need that suit. Yeah, he had a great suit I on. Need, I need that in my wardrobe, like tomorrow. You talking about his suit? You talking about Seth's suit? His suit. Seth Seth's got Seth has an amazing drip going on right now every week with that new suit that he does. Yeah. But Sammy's suit was outclassing Seth this past no, week. No. Nothing can outdo that pastel purple no, that Seth no, had rocking. Seth's was rocked. But Sammy Zane's shimmery burgundy orange suit to go with his wonderful, you know, fiery Luscious red hair. Locks. And yeah. I would I, not be shocked. You take that hat off. He's got a mullet. Would yeah. not be shocked. 
yeah, those are goals for me. I need to find that suit. <laughs> but yeah, that was great. The trailer was great. It's going to build to a really good match between them two at Mania. Yeah, even without the Logan Paul stuff, I it, it's going to build to a great match because yeah. those two, throughout the years, you know, from their independent time to their time in NXT to everything they've done on the main roster again air quote mains roster wwe mm-hmm. um they've always put together great programs mm-hmm. and great matches so um the logan paul thing was just really nice that it just so happened that it worked out yeah but i i uh i could definitely just watch these two guys fight mm-hmm. all day yeah it, oh so good so good so, moving on to the main event of SmackDown this week, we had Daniel Bryan go over huge on Edge and Roman to close yeah, out the show. First, he tapped Uso again. Yeah. Okay. He so tapped now Uso. He's, he knocked tapped Edge Uso pretty much twice. out. Yep. Flying knee to Edge. Ended and him. He almost tapped Roman again. Well, he locked him in it deep again. Mm-hmm. And Roman just wasn't tapping because Roman refuses to tap. He'd rather die than tap. Mm-hmm. So, we will see was... how that goes. Um, because this coming Friday is a special WrestleMania edition of SmackDown. I don't know if they're going to be doing regular segments to build. Mm-hmm. Because if this is the go home, this is a very big indication as to where things are going. But we'll talk about that when we get to our Mania predictions. Yep. But there's a few other notes that I wanted to mention from across the wrestling world, one of which is massive. And we have a Big new title change. New Japan Pro Wrestling World Heavyweight Champion in Will Ospreay. Will yep. Ospreay and has defeated Kota Ibushi. And he didn't waste any time calling out CM Punk. No, he did not. He won that title and not even two hours later yep. already calling out Punk. Telling now, him, let's go. You know when the last time, the last person to hold both the New Japan and Rev Pro championships at the same time was um i'm just gonna take a stab here and i'm gonna say it was finn Balor. aj styles uh he was my sec he was my other guess i knew a- it was somebody in the bullet club of course yeah. aj styles held both the rev pro world title and the new japan world title at the same time and as soon as osprey won it aj took to twitter to say congratulations i knew the apple wouldn't fall far from the tree Kind of like that they're very, very similar wrestlers. Yeah, and they're very similar points in their careers. Yeah. When they won those titles. Yeah. Very similar points. Mm-hmm. Where they're both, gonna be a- they're both sort of veterans, but they're still young into their career and hadn't made it to the E yet. Yeah. And I Mark think, my um, words, Will Ospreay will be in the WWE or AEW I, in the next three I, years. I, I think he's an E guy. He has WWE written all I over I think him. so, too. And I think when he ends up on the E, if he and Ricochet do not work together in the E, that is a shame. That's if Ricochet makes it that long, too. Yeah. I mean, we'll see, but... Mm-hmm. I, I, they, I mean, I've bashed enough of the flippy doodah stuff yeah. as my time, but those two guys, there's plenty of video of them and being the in a ring with, together. And the thing with him and him and Osprey is they do the flippy doodah stuff back and forth. Yeah. But they're both very, very good technical wrestlers too. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. And Will Osprey like, has kind of turned his 
to more of as this heel character he's turned to more of the the groundwork the technical wrestling aspect not so much the flippy stuff yeah which i like ricochet we've seen him become like a world-class seller Mm mm-hmm yeah, I, I mean, he looks like every time he takes a chop from McIntyre, he's getting folded in half. Mm-hmm. So, it, it's it's good to it, it'd be good to get these two guys back in the ring together, some way, somehow. Yeah. Moving on to a Hall of Fame announcement, we have a Warrior Award recipient announced today, uh, Titus O'Neil, which very well deserved. He yes does so much for the community uh it's very yes, well deserved for him with outreach programs and stuff like yeah. that he's he's such a great ambassador of the wwe mm-hmm. and of the things that wwe puts on as the public persona of what their corporation is yeah so you see him at every you know um boys and girls club yeah thing. When the, when every, when the public was open, he'd be at every single thing, like yep, the reading exactly. for children, the boys and girls yep. clubs, all the yep. the special no Olympics, behind, Paralympics stuff, bullying like that. stuff like yeah. Congratulations to Titus O'Neil, Titus World World Slide. Oh, still never gonna live that one down. And now I have two more notes. Dave only knows about one of them, but I'm gonna bring another one up because this is gonna be a deep convert. Uh, Deep topic of conversation next week. Once we see how it goes down, Chris Jericho on Broken Skull Sessions. Dude, I was going to bring that up. I did not know if you were bringing that up, mm-hmm. but I was going to wait until after we talked about our next note. And I'm so happy. Once again, we always seem to be on like the same yep. wavelength here, okay? I am so, so excited for this Broken Skulls. Okay. Yeah. I have enjoyed every single Broken Skulls session so far. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them. This is the one, as Jericho has always said, will break the walls down. Mm-hmm. And I think that's exactly what it's doing. I'm going to put this out here and we'll talk more in deep about it next week once we hear it. We hinted a couple of weeks ago about how if... Triple H and and people in the wrestling business had said this. Kenny Omega had come out and said it that if Triple H was in charge of WWE, that there'd be more of a working relationship with other promotions in the world. This is Vince McMahon being the all-time great booker that he is, mm-hmm. because Jericho has come out and said himself that he knows he's a Hall of Famer, and everybody in the world knows he's a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. But if he spends a few more years with the cons at AEW, he doesn't think he will get in the E Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. I think this is McMahon showing Chris he, that he respects the wrestler. Yeah, that Chris that Jericho is. Chris is. Jericho is. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait for this Broken Skull session. It's going to be so much fun. It may be the best one. Yeah. And there's been some good ones. Yeah. Like the Undertaker ones have been Undertaker good. The Taker one was great. Randy's was great. Randy's was phenomenal. Um, speaking of phenomenal, I mean, uh, I, I want to see an AJ one because they haven't done one of those yet. Yeah. But this is going to be amazing. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, just like Jericho's original theme song was, Break the Walls Down. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are really tearing down some walls. Um, yep. Share your feelings on what you think this is leading to. So, 
I mentioned I texted you this a couple days ago, but my, my our buddy Matt and I have <clears throat> this kind of sinking suspicion. It kind of goes along with what you were saying. WWE and All Elite Wrestling and Impact and New Japan and all these other promotions in the world already have something underlying because the whole goal of all these companies is to bring wrestling entertainment to their fans. Did you notice that the week after WrestleMania 37, we will have professional wrestling Monday through Friday? Yeah. Yeah, just with just with little pieces being moved around. Exactly. So you're going to get Raw by itself on Monday. And obviously AEW has their online Dark show. Dark Elevation. You got NXT on Tuesday along with TNA currently. No, because... Oh, TNA did officially move, right? TNA moves this coming week. Okay. So, so the week after Mania. Okay, so Tuesday is NXT. Yeah. Wednesday is AEW. Thursday is TNA. Friday is SmackDown. Yeah. And that doesn't even include... NXT UK, which is Thursdays, 205 Live, which is also on Fridays, Saturdays is main event. Mm-hmm. It's incredible, dude. It's incredible. So Wrestling th- will be on every single night. Yes. So I think there's already some working relationship between all of these companies. And I think what's breaking the ground or breaking the walls down, the third wall, is Jericho coming. But it's not going to be like you're going to see Kenny Omega on the Broken Skull Chassons. Oh, Or you're no. going to see Roman Reigns on AEW. It's going to be yeah. these little things where it's going to be a former WWE guy is going to show up in... Or rather, a former WWE guy that's in AEW will show up on like an episode of Ride Along or an episode of The Bump or something small that just kind of shows that there's still some relationship there. Yeah, the fact that you know, you got the big show show that's on Netflix, but it's going to mysteriously start appearing on Peacock pretty soon. Exactly. Exactly. You know, so it's little things like that. Mm-hmm. We're going to we're going to get WWE 24s. We might get a Hardy's WWE 24 down the line. Well, Matt Hardy's pretty upset because um the E kind of cut some stuff out from um their WrestleMania return a couple of years ago. Really? Um, I didn't know about yeah, that. Yeah, when they were do- they were doing a video package, I guess for Jeff Hardy, and every time that they would like kind of cut to Jeff, like they would crop they cropped the video, so that's why Matt was kept out of the background. Oh wow! <laughs> so, um, but I mean, th- these are things that are just going to be water under the bridge because you got to remember, whenever they talk about like AJ Styles' career in the WWE, they bring up Impact, mm-hmm. they bring up TNA, yeah. When they talk about Jeff Hardy, they bring up those promotions as well. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to be surprising, like you and Matt were talking about, when these things start coming to the surface, mm-hmm. when they start happening a little bit more often. Yeah. Broken Skull Sessions with Christian Cage. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Broken Skull Sessions with highlight- Paul White. Yeah. Broken Skull Sessions with Taz. Yeah. Oh my well, god! They already, had, they already had they already had a big show, Broken Skulls. Oh, they did. Okay. Yeah, they did. Yeah, but now the highlight of this entire episode, Night the highlight, Panther. Night Panther. This is the perfect way to do the twenty four seven championship. Yep. As I was telling you, so f- for anybody out there who doesn't know, WWE this is a huge Instagram. shout out to Mister 
Van Hagen, Mr. Rick Bughagen, my spirit ultimate spirit animal. animal. This gentleman is the epitome of exact. Actually, I'm sorry, not the epitome, the pinnacle. I used the wrong terminology. The pinnacle of what a professional wrestler is. Yeah. Because he is all character work right now. Mm-hmm. It is magical. And it all started with a silly 24-7 championship match that happened by an accident over some Old Spice underarm deodorant body spray thing at the last pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, Akira Tozawa has been trying to unlock the Night Panther. Yeah. And this week on the Old Spice WWE Instagram, Night Panther was unlocked. And the stuff with the Panther and like the third dimension thing. Oh, that was ridiculous. Where, where but he it was puts hilarious. his paw out and he touches his face. He's like, shh, you are the Night Panther. That was hilarious. His arch enemy is, I think, the highlight of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Hurricane Shane Helms. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited for this. This is the way the 24-7 championship should continue to get its promotion. Don't yeah. put it on Raw. Don't put it on SmackDown. Put it on these little vignettes and segments and commercial breaks throughout the course of a pay-per-view or your Instagram account or anything like that. Because to me, it helps promote guys in a in a comical way but that's yeah. what the 24-7 championship is mm-hmm. and it brings in that that sweet 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 you know ad revenue stream yeah so i'm perfectly fine with it i actually love it i i yeah. love it i keep i watched on, it keep I, keep the belt on the on the panther yeah i watched it when i got home from work and i thought it was so much fun yeah it was it's incredible it was funny it was um that's that's the only way to describe it. It's funny. He had to, he had to learn the art of the roll up. Yeah, like he didn't know how to roll people up. He was trying to roll up. Um, Gobbledygooker. Uh, or no, Drew not Gulak. Go- Drew Gulak at one point. Gulak like just snapped his thumb. Yeah, because <laughs> he couldn't do it. Oh, it's a great montage. Anybody who hasn't went out there to watch it, please go out there and watch it. If you're not following Rick Bughagen, he's on Instagram at at uh, the Van Hagen. You have to find him because he posts these videos all the time. He's incredible. Absolutely yeah. incredible. And I'm going to shout fun. him out on every episode. Yeah. Not even a second guess because mm-hmm. he's incredible. But that pretty much wraps up this episode. Of course, if you guys did enjoy it, definitely share, subscribe, and comment. Uh, share, subscribe, and comment on your favorite streaming platform, Spotify or iTunes. Or if you have any mm-hmm. questions, comments, concerns, hit us up on social media at Double Doink Network on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or at our personals, I am at DJ Ald, and David, you are? Dare underscore Laufen underscore Doink 508. So if you guys did enjoy, definitely tune in tomorrow for our NXT TakeOver predictions. And then continue to listen this week for all your WrestleMania week news, recaps, updates. And highlights. And highlights. As well as predictions. Mm-hmm. But that has been everything for us for this episode. This has been a Double Doink Network production. I have been Josh. I have been Dave. And we've got two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out.